Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for High Velocity Radio. Welcome to the High Velocity Radio Show, where we celebrate top performers producing better results in less time. Stone Payton here with you this morning. Please join me in welcoming back to the Business Radio X microphone with Cometa Coaching LLC, Miss Maria Teresa Romeo. Welcome back. Thank you, Stone. Thank you so much for having me again. Good morning, everybody. Well, we're delighted to, to have you back on the show. We wanted we, we had uh, Maria Teresa on the on the Coach the Coach series. Go check out that interview if you haven't heard that. But we wanted to get her back and kind of dive into some of the questions and considerations associated with engaging a professional coach. And of course, she is extremely well credentialed. She's ICF certified and. A bunch of other stuff <laughs> that I'm sure she can <laughs> she can share with us. Maybe a good a place to start this particular conver- conversation uh, w- would be just kind of a general overview of what coaching really is, and maybe how it compares to therapy and counseling and consulting and all of that. And then we can kind of dive into how do we engage the the right coach for us. But how would you describe the 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 difference in what coaching really is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this is the most common question, actually, and it's something that I usually clarify at the beginning, very beginning of any uh, coaching relationship with clients, because it's absolutely important to set the stage and understand how we can work together. So the word coaching comes from coach, and uh, the... um, the word itself, you see, even in English, we use it to to describe uh, um, means of transportation, right? We talk about the coach of the train, uh, the coach with horses. So it, the reason why we use this word is because coaching means somebody who can help you go from one place that you don't like it or that is no more in line with your needs, with your values. Uh, so a situation you, you don't want for yourself anymore to a future space, so another play that is more in line with what you want. So the coaching relationship is actually um, someone who drives you from one place to another place. And uh, when I have to explain the differences between coaching and therapy, for example, because sometimes people get confused and they, it happened that they ask me, I don't know if, if for this kind of problem I should go and hire a coach, or I should go to therapy. So the first thing to clarify is that uh, uh, in coaching, we have clients, we don't have passion, right? So we do not um, substitute, we do not replace, you know, any mental health care. And most importantly, we base our work on the assumption that our client can be responsible for their choices. They can make decisions autonomously. Uh, so they can also project themselves in the future state. And they don't have any kind of uh, mental issue. So we don't try to solve trauma or addiction or mental disorder in general. And most importantly, Coaching, the coaching process is usually focused on the present and the future. As I say before, mm-hmm. I can help you move from a situation now that you don't like to a future state. So 
it's a very objective goal oriented process in therapy you usually spend a lot of time also to dig in in the past to understand the root causes. Yes, we can do some kind of exercise in coaching, but that's not the main focus. Therapies are more focused on solving, you know, the root causes. So understand the past, for example, your family history, your relationship <laughs> in the early stage of your life and try to fix them, to process them, to solve the present problems. So it's a different kind of way of working. But as I say, the most important thing to understand is that, uh, yeah, coaching, we, we deal with clients. We don't have patients. So we do not prescribe. We do not, we can suggest exercise of things to do. But again, the client is fully responsible. Um, one of my coaching mentors uh, gave me this example here ago and say, it's like a taxi. You, you get out, you get in a taxi and say, okay, please, I want to go there. So you tell me where you want to go. I help you get there. How, how do I know if and when I need a coach? Like, are there, yeah, how do I, how do I know if I need one and how do I know? Okay. Yeah. I probably do from time to time, but when? Hmm. Yeah. That's very <laughs> good. <laughs> it's a very nice question. You know, I usually um there is a uh, there is an approach actually. There is a, a easy technique that I found very helpful in several situations. So um I will say the starting point is that you want something, you want to achieve something, whether it is in professional or personal life. So if you take a moment and think about what you want to achieve. The first question is to ask yourself, is that clear to me? I really know exactly what I want, when I want to achieve it. And if so, how? Do you think you you have a strategy or you are capable of defining your plan to get there? Do you think you have the resources? Do you think you, you can work on it? Um, the other question is, uh, do you feel you deserve? So what are some of the feelings around this, uh, specific goal, a specific situation? Do you feel you, you really are passionate or, you know, you feel some resistance, some self-doubt, other stuff that, you know, you might need clarify from an emotional standpoint. So, if you try to really give an answer to those easy questions, and if the question is yes, so you have a clear idea what you want, when, how, you don't have any particular, um, you don't see any particular obstacle for uh, from an emotional standpoint, you feel motivated to get there, most importantly. So you know that you can... Uh, do it and you can commit yourself to achieve this goal well you don't need a coach you have already everything clear you have the resources and you can manage it by yourself but if you think the same situation and you start saying for example oh you know what i don't know how much i really want this or maybe it's not clear how so i know what i want but i know i don't know how or 
yes, I want it, but I have some um, self-sabotage issues, for example. Or deep inside, I start working on it, but then I give up or I get back to the previous habit, whatever it is. So if you see any issue, that's that's the good way to say, okay, I need a coach because a coach is someone who can help you achieving your goal. So it can help you clarify who you are, what you want, how does your life, your career or in a specific situation can help you remove your emotional roadblocks, can help you work on the sabotage, can help you project yourself in the future and come up with a plan, you know, in retrospective, how you can get there, can help you understand what are resources that you have right now or what are the skills that you might need and can help you develop the skill, especially if we are talking about, you know, relationship or communication skills. So to me, this is the... Yeah, the, the, the universe, the, the, the landscape where a coach usually operates. It's, it sounds like one of the most important foundational pieces of working with a coach is this, is this uh, clarity, right? Like getting very clear about what you want. Because I know, for, speaking for myself personally, sometimes I'm a little bit like a, a squirrel chasing down shiny objects, right? <laughs> And so it, 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 I get very clear and intense on something for a little while, then maybe jump to something else. But it sounds like that, that's a very important early step in the process, this clarity, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, my approach, and this is not only mine approach, because this is something that uh, uh, ICF certified coach, or at least, you know, coaches who have done a lot of training learn since the very beginning is that the initial part of the process is mainly focused to clarify the goals. So make it clear not only to the client, but also to you as a coach, as you can really understand what is exactly where the client wants to go, essentially. And that initial part, uh, I will say, if you do that very well, uh, if you have the client clarify very well what they want exactly and when and how you have done most of your <laughs> work right <laughs> then the next step is to uh clear the road of any roadblocks or emotional things but uh, um yeah as i say before i mean if i get on a taxi and i don't know where to go I cannot complain with the taxi driver. <laughs> no, right? Or I cannot complain with anyone. So that's the thing. The, the first step is the, is the goal. And the other thing that I always, um, highlight in my initial conversation with clients is that, uh, we usually say no gap, no coach. What does it mean? It means that uh, if you don't think so if deep inside you feel or you think there is nothing you have to change in your life, and at the end of the day, yes, you might come to me and complain about the situation and say, I don't like it, I'm tired of the, my boss, or I am not satisfied with my career, whatever it is. But deep inside, at the end of the day, you are comfortable with it. You don't want to change it. There is no gap. So there is no a future stay. 
because you are not willing to change. At the end of the day, you are just self-complaining. So coaching in that case can also help you clarify that. It's not so uncommon that people come to coaching and say, oh, yeah, I want to revamp my career or I want to have a better habit and be a management, better my, manage my work-life balance better. But at the end of the day, they enjoy what they are doing. Uh, even if there are some ups and downs and they are part of the life, it's okay. They are okay with what they have. So one of the things that really coaching can bring is clarity. It's clarity. It's clarity about what you want. It's clarity about what you feel. Uh, and I think it's important. It's an important step. Uh, and sometimes you need um an external help. I know people might come and say, oh, you know what? I can't do this by myself. I can't, you know, mm. sit down and write down my thoughts or whatever, meditate. Yeah. Absolutely. All those kinds of stuff are <laughs> extremely important. <laughs> um, but the coach is also a professional, uh, somebody who can help you with, with your neuroplasticity. So your ability to develop new neural networks that mean, which means uh, see situation from different perspective. And most importantly, finding new way to solve your problem. That's what we do. At the end of the day, right behind the scene, the work that we do, that's the thing. So that clarity can come from a, a, a real coaching process where you sit down with somebody, you talk to them, and most importantly, um, you engage yourself in that relationship because it's um, it's not only having someone to talk to at the end of the day, it's a process. <laughs> what a great way to uh, to frame all of this. One of the phrases that you mentioned was clear the road. Could you share like an, an example of what clearing the road might l look like for someone? Yeah. So I'm I'm an emotional intelligence coach also. I'm certified in emotional intelligence. So most of the time, uh, you yeah, oh. That's a good example now that I'm thinking about it. You know when you know that you have to do something. Like, for example, uh, my doctor told me that I have to lose weight. Or um, even if I don't have a doctor's prescription, I would like to look thin. I would like to have a better, a healthy a life, whatever it is. And so you know exactly what to do. You know that you have to sleep more. You know that you have to drink more. You know that you have to exercise at least one hour a day. Uh, maybe mm, you can uh, go to a doctor and get a better diet and say, okay, I have to eat more healthy food. So you know what you want and to say, okay, I don't need a coach, right? But <laughs> the moment you start, you start doing it at the very beginning and it's, everything is fine. You feel energizer. And then maybe after one or two weeks, uh, you see, for example, I know that I should have the, my exercise now, but yeah, no, I'm going to stay on the coach and watch TV instead. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, I, I I really promised myself that I would never drink a lot, but you know what? Uh, yeah, let, let me get grab some drink again. So whatever it is, so you get back to the pre previous habits, or you are not consistent. 
most of the time, uh, and I don't want to generalize things, but what happens is uh, at least um, what I experienced in my in my career as a coach is that there are some emotional roadblocks. So from a cognitive standpoint, from a rational standpoint, you are on it. You know what you want. You know how to how to get there. You are fine. But from an emotional standpoint, there is some of resistance. So, for example, you don't feel joy. You feel a kind of sense of frustration. Uh, you are, uh, you know, you are you are having a moment in your life, but everything is you have, you have, you have, you must. But what is that you really want? So, clearing the road for me is also working on this kind of. Uh, underlying aspects that uh, um, are not in the surface, like, you know, like the iceberg. Uh, you see the top of it, but you know that below mm-hmm. the water, under the water, there is a lot. So the coach is someone who can help you get there. You can help you show, okay, what are some of the feelings associated to this coach? And how can you navigate those feelings in order to um, of course, achieve your goals, but for example, at the same time, honoring other needs that might be on the way in this moment cannot help you to get there. So I know that there are quite a number of people in the coaching profession. I know that some are very well credentialed, others are not. Uh, here in uh, little old Woodstock, Georgia, there are a couple of coaches in some groups that I'm a, a part of, but how how can I increase the chances of, of choosing the the right coach for me and in, in what I'm trying to get done? Yeah, that's a very good question. <laughs> so um, first of all, I have to admit and, and that uh, the word coach is overused, right? Mm. Uh, people call themselves coach for everything. It's used and also not only in our professional coaching environment, you use the word coaching in the sports, entertainment, you know, you have your acting coach if you want to do that kind of career. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, to me, what I usually recommend a client is to, first of all, verify that credential. In terms of not only if they are certified, but also the, the study, you know, their education, their certification. Because as I say before, effective coaching is not something that you improvise. It's not something, it's not just because you are good at talking to people or you are good to, at listening to people. You can be a coach. I mentioned before that we, um, we really work on the way people behave. And it's most importantly, before that, we work on the way you see things. We work on your languages. We essentially uh, stimulate the neuroplasticity. So that's the way to, the first steps to me is understand this person, where they come from. Did they study? And yes, what? what type of study, what type of certification. And as I said, a very good coach is not somebody who just sit there and listen to you or give you some advice. That's not, it's not. It's somebody who leverages some techniques, uh, somebody who can uh, really master what we call the powerful question, that those questions can, can help the client having this kind of aha moment and shift 
perspective. So important thing, really, one, what the, the first thing is the education. The second thing is that, uh, um, it, each coach at the end of the day have his own specialty. Usually you can work on everything as long as it is in the area, in the space of the coaching. As I say, it's no therapy. So, but uh, at the end of the day, um, for example, myself, I specialize in business and executive coach, but it's, it is the result of my life. I've been in the working in the corporate environment for more than 20 years. So. I don't have to be an expert. That's the thing to become a coach. So one of the most common mistakes is that people say, oh, have you done this in the past? Have you had this kind of situation in the past? No, I don't have to. I don't have, I'm not a consultant. So I don't have to be an, a subject matter expert in your specific problem. But what I found, at least for myself, that really has is the fact that since I've been in the corporate environment for 20 year, years, I really... um can speak my clients' languages. I don't. Uh, I easily get what they are going through. I really understand the dynamics and then the even the wording they use, the way they frame things. So that can also help. Sometimes, uh, you know, uh, you might want to look for a coach who specializes in that specific topics or in the area if it is more a life coach is a more a career coach or executive um and the other most important thing is that uh, um the 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 credentialing and most importantly the icf because uh, i personally think that uh, you need to have a code of ethics and this and you need to work according to standard that are acknowledged and recognized internationally I know that most of the coaches do not agree with me. In fact, there are a lot of coaches out there that are, you know, they are, they call themselves coach, but they do not adhere to any kind of professional association. But uh, my own perspective is that you need that because the client needs to know what to expect from you, needs to know that you have a code of ethics, that also there is a kind of control over your practice in order to avoid fraud or any kind of uh, risk. <laughs> and I think it's important. So uh, yes, as a client, I will look at, at those kind of stuff. And um, the other thing, and to be honest with you, I share these <laughs> in full transparency. Um, look at do a, a couple of sessions. If since the very beginning, you really feel listened you feel that this is the thing for you. Mm. You feel that you get out from that conversation and you feel comfortable. You, you, you feel empowered. Or even if you, you know, had some difficulties, you had that, the feeling that this is, this person can help you. That, that's the thing. I think this is also important. In fact, my uh, personal approach with clients is that, uh, I don't sell packages right away. I always give them one session to try. Yeah, you pay, you pay me only for one session. Mm. After that that session, you can decide if you can, if you want to move forward and continue or not. Um, because you know, as any at the end of the day, uh, ICF defining coaching as partnering with clients, so it's a real relationship, and. Um, 
you might have a good coach in front of you, but from for some reason you might not feel this is the right person for you. It's like dating somehow, right? (laughs) (laughs) There is that kind of connection that needs to come up, and if you don't have that, that's absolutely fine. It doesn't mean that was a this person was not a good coach. It means that it's not the good one for you. It's like dancing. You might want to have a good dancing partner where it is kind, there is this kind of vibe and, you know. So, yeah, my suggestion, my recommendation is always to uh, at least do one or two coaching sessions to try and see if, if you really feel that's the right type of work, the type of communication, the relationship that you have with this person. This is what you... what is in line with who you are at the end, you know, you feel comfortable with, and then you can move forward. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. Okay, before we wrap, uh, the the last topic I wanted to try to touch on is setting expectations for and and measuring, and, and I guess in the final analysis, evaluating the return on investment that you're getting from the coaching that you've engaged. Yeah, yeah. This is a um, actually a, a topic where that get back very often, especially when you work with a corporate environment. Because of course, if I have a private client, a private client they can easily understand uh, the return on investment because uh, it's, the relationship is just between me and you. Um, we define the goal at the very beginning. And then it's easy for you to understand uh, if you are achieving that goal, yes or not. Uh, in the corporate environment, it's, it's a little bit difficult because you might need to work with several people at the same time and the mm. company need to evaluate the overall investment, right? They are paying, for example, a coach to do coaching on a, an entire team of people or on 10 different employees within the firm. However, the, the, the principle behind is that since coaching is uh, an objective driven process, again, if you define since the very beginning, what is that you want to achieve, but also what will make you say that it was successful? Because sometimes you can have a goal, but it's too, you know, uh, not easy to define. And that's the thing. You can work on that goal, but at the end of the day, you might get to a point and you can ask yourself, am I doing what I really want? Or me as a coach, I might ask myself, is the client getting what they want here? So uh, what I do is usually define the goal in a very detailed, really. Uh, and I usually ask my client this question, what will make you say that this coaching process was has been successful? And then during the process, at the beginning of each session, I usually check in on that goal because it's something that it, it might change for some reason or the client might change idea, but we need to be on the same page on what you want to achieve. So it's not just going there and talk to a coach and tell and tell them what happened to you this morning. It's not that. Uh, each coaching session needs to have a structure that is focused on achieving that goal and make it measurable, make, make it, giving the client the perception 
if they are achieving that goal, yes or not, in every single session. So that's the other thing, because uh, that's one of the reasons why that you do not improvise coaching, because it's something that is very, um, you need to have a technique, you need to have a methodology behind. In this way, you always have the feeling and the perception if that you are achieving your goal, which means you are getting a return on your investment. You are spending your money um, well, at least uh, for what you expected. This has been fantastic, pure gold. I'm so glad that we set up the time to have this conversation and dive into this topic specifically. What is the best way for our listeners to reach out and have a conversation with with you or someone on on your team? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's via my website, that is uh, www.cometacoaching.com. Actually, in the website, you can book a discovery call with me that is absolutely free. It's just, you know, an open conversation to understand if I can help you, if I'm the right coach for you, etc., um, and also you can eventually book a coaching session, what I call the single laser focus session. Sometimes people do not need a process. They might have a specific situation, a very hard conversation or a speaking engagement, something they need to solve right away. So they need a coach to prepare for that kind of engagement, for that kind of event. So I give the opportunity to people to reserve a slot for me, maybe can be 60 or 90 minutes to have a, a laser focus session on a specific topic. And that's it. They don't, there is not additional commitment. You can do this via my website. Um, and also you will also find the website, all my contact information in case you want to send an email, stop a different appointment, uh, whatever you need. Okay. And that website address one more time www.cometacoaching.com. Well, Maria Teresa, this has been marvelous. Thank you so much for investing the the time with us. Keep up the the good work. The work you're doing is so important, and and we sincerely appreciate you. No, I really thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure having a conversation with you, Stone. Thank you so much. Absolutely my pleasure. All right, until next time, this is Stone Payton for our guest today, Maria Teresa Romeo with Cometa Coaching LLC, and everyone here at the Business Radio X family saying we'll see you in the fast lane.